What up, what up, what up, y'all? Sundo Black Girl writes, how is it going? The week is almost over. It is Thursday, and we are about to dive head first into our weekend plans. I hope you all have something planned. Um, the weather here, at least in Texas, is gorgeous. Wherever you are, I hope it's the same. But nevertheless, stay safe and make it do what it do. I will be at a pop-up shop out here in El Paso on Mesa Street at the time Montecio under my fashion line junk approved so if you have the time or if you're in the area feel free to stop by and see about your girl anyways so today's podcast is basically my synopsis and just kind of like understanding of the love is blind reality tv show that came out and the most recent um after the altar series that they came out with which I mean I had to go back and actually watch the the whole love is blind season two of them before I could watch this after the altar because the first time I watched it I wasn't too invested in the show um there was a couple that I really did kind of care about no doubt I mean the Jared and and Ayana couple I think we all kind of fell in love with especially when they both said I do um but Nevertheless, when I'm looking at all of these characters in this show, from the outside looking in, I feel personally like I can see why none of these relationships worked out. I'm not, I'm, and I hope I'm not the only one that, you know, not trying to be judgmental, not trying to be funny, not trying to be negative Nancy, but you could clearly see how each character had these these different characteristics that if you are if you happen to be married in real life you know that certain things can be worked through and certain things can't if you've been married at all at any point um me personally I've been married twice before this is my third marriage so I definitely know what it feels like to get married on the pretense that someone is going to be your forever and you think that you can work through any and everything and that love is going to prevail. For one, love isn't blind, you know, in my opinion. And then they were joking that they were like, love is blurry, (laughs) you know, but nevertheless, like love isn't blind in the sense that when two people think that the other is going to change eventually or, um, you know that, that that they have the power to possibly change them with the ultimatum of of marriage or or the responsibility of marriage it literally never freaking works out and you can tell how in all of these relationships especially the one with with Jared and Ayana she definitely planned on Jared growing the freak up literally within like that year We could clearly see that Jared was a party animal. We could clearly see that he loved the scene. He loved the nightlife. He liked being out there in the spotlight. And, you know, that alone, us as married folk, we could tell that if he didn't knock that off, that was going to be an issue. We all saw that. And we all hoped that he would knock it off. I think we all did a cheer and a hooray that he didn't F around and end up talking to Mallory. Because Lord knows if we would have found out that that boy talked to Mallory, we would have lost our freaking minds. You know, our community would have would have been enraged. Not because she's another race, but because the fact that, dude, you said you was done with her. <laughs> I just want to make it very clear why we would have been mad. Because Ayana seems like a really good girl. But this ain't all beat up on Jared Ayana you know not only does she 
seem like she's in the marriage for the right reasons I think at the same time her being in it for for you know the love the commitment the sacrifice the compromise you know the ch ever changing whatever phases that they were supposed to go through she didn't take into account her own inabilities to get over possible barriers or burdens in accepting love and accepting growth and accepting um I guess the presence of another individual that could possibly hurt her in real life. Um, I don't know if that's even really making sense, but I'm trying to describe it in a way that people are going to understand. She basically depended on him to be her emotional source. And when he wasn't coming home and he was staying out all night and he hadn't changed that, she started depending on other people as that emotional source, which is what us women do. Her, her, her um, parents, I don't know. She said something in her podcast about, you know, her mom and all those other, you know, things with her upbringing and stuff. And that was really touching. I mean, we never knew that about her and we wouldn't have known based off the first season uh, or the second season that they were in. We wouldn't have known that whole background. But, um, you know, I think after knowing that, I can see more so why Jared had some huge shoes to try to fill in a very short amount of time. And it just, if they really do go through with this divorce, it's going to be, you know, equally hard on both of them because I feel like she may possibly feel like she should have waited or she could have waited for him to grow up some. And he's going to feel like, you know, okay, now that he's grown up, he wishes he could have her back. But I'm, I'm telling y'all, it's like Wale said, most times the sequel sucks. But, um, and this time I gotta say the sequel did kind of suck because I mean, not only was it only like three episodes, I thought it was going to be a whole thing, but <laughs> it, it told us what we needed to know in a short amount of time, which was dope too. Um, freaking Natalie and Shane and Shayna, like that whole situation is just a, a cluster F because Shayna, no matter how Christian she tries to seem like, and, and I'm not hitting on her not being a Christian. I'm just saying the way that she stirred up bullcrap and then didn't like the bullcrap was stirred up and Natalie basically called her out on it. I mean, Shane, he just seemed like he was just a, 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 a ball, like a pawn in the middle of some cat fight. Like at one point <laughs> I thought Natalie and Shane were, you know, really going to work out, really going to, you know, pick each other. Seemed like, you know, she was going to say yes, he was going to say yes, but then they got in some fight or whatever. And I mean, to me, it just seems like Natalie was a freaking hypochondriac at times. But then I saw times where she, she did have good reasons. So it was like, I don't know. I feel like Shayna she kind of relished the fact that it didn't work out with Natalie and Shane to a degree so that, you know, she could kind of poke fun at it because it wasn't funny at all for her to be poking fun at it when, you know, they were like linking up and stuff that for one, that was, that already showed that she's a bit immature. And if I was her fiance, I would be looking like, okay, bruh, you know, are you, do you got something for this guy? I mean, yeah, y'all friends and stuff, but I mean, what's going on? Why is it so funny? It's not like leave this girl alone. <sighs> anyway, um, deep tea, deep tea and Kyle. I thought they made a beautiful couple. It sucked to hear that they didn't work out. Um, 
I don't know. I, I think Deep T is a, is a phenomenal woman. I saw that she wrote a book. Congratulations to Deep T. I always thought that Deep T was a dope spirit. I thought that she had a personality that was very radiant, like her name is supposed to mean. And she, you know, I don't know. She just seems like she would be a really good friend or homegirl to have around for reasonable advice. And with Kyle, you know, I don't know. He just seems... <laughs> Kyle seems like he's really wild like like he has some serious you know almost Dexter type vibes so you know whatever happened with that I don't know but I think they're both pretty dope people and you know Kyle says he's in a relationship with somebody now that he doesn't want to talk about I'm just gonna be honest some of those pictures up there look kind of sus hey brother you know it is what it is it's accepted now so if you plan to uh, what was the other couple? Sal. So Sal, I'm actually from El Paso. So to know that he was on the show from El Paso was pretty dope. I definitely don't know him. Never met him before in my life. Still haven't seen him or met him. Don't know who he is. Um, and I just think that he was the first male that I have seen in a very long time that was so in touch with his emotional self and his standards when he turned Mallory down, no doubt she's a gorgeous woman, but she's promiscuous and you can tell. She loves to play like she doesn't know that she's coming off like there could be something insinuated with other men all the freaking time. Like, come on now, she's going to get somebody killed. Let's be real. She, if she, And then the thing that she kind of like has a... a, a preference for african-american men i think that was something that was brought up in in season two she prefers you know african-american men like don't get a man from florida shawty that's all i'm gonna say um you know <laughs> she plays a lot of freaking games and sal you know when he showed it with jesse i think jesse's a gorgeous girl and I, I love the fact that she's so confident about herself and sal seems to be confident in the fact that she you know really cares about him and only him but I will say, I mean, she she bears it all. And I mean, it was a couple times in there where she was throwing her leg up in the show and, and throwing her head back. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, Shawty need to lay off the tequila. <laughs> because she was she was about to be swinging from the pinata. You know, and I was just like, wow. Okay, Sal. You know, you thought Mallory was out there. I mean let's just hope it works out with Jesse. I mean, I think they do make a beautiful couple. They definitely turned mother effing heads at that 80s block party, okay? They had the outfits, but, I mean, your girl was the only one to show up in the thong, bro. What the F? Whew. Um, what were the other couples? Oh, dang. Um, Nick. Nick and Danielle. I really don't know what to say about this one because I think I think they were the most warm feeling couple of all of them besides Ayana and Jared they they felt so warm because it's like even though Danielle was a bit ditzy and kind of like you know accident prone and like <laughs> kind of just unique in a lot of different ways it seemed like she had finally found her arm to hold in all of these things but he, we all knew, you know, Nick was a strong as hell arm because, I mean, some of those times she would flip out and we would be like, what? 
Like, what is going on? You know, why is she doing this? And I think at one point he was like, you know, you're not giving me a lot to, to go off of. And we kind of looked at him like, excuse me, sir, what are you, who are you talking to? But we understood later that he's saying, you know, I'm trying to make this thing work. But the way you keep flipping out on me, you know, I also don't appreciate this. And the only reason I give Sal more kudos than Nick is because Sal said it at the altar. Nick gave it a year and I think he gave it that year because he genuinely saw that Danielle had a pure heart you know not saying Mallory doesn't but Mallory is still she's still hanging out you know with the girls Danielle she seems like she was ready for marriage and even though she still hung out with the girls she seemed like she was ready for marriage in a lot of different ways and I felt like he completed her but hit the constant security that it seemed like she needed was just like over the top it was like bruh I don't know how you hung in there for so long not because she's not a phenomenal woman but because I mean she truly does need some type of of assistance and I see you guys shouting out mental health all the time I personally worked in mental health I've been a counselor um I've worked in different family and marriage counseling facility um facilities and and platforms so I've dealt with people in marriages that have tried to make those same issues work and at the end of the day if somebody doesn't change or something doesn't give it never freaking does or you just end up having a very dysfunctional relationship and that's what I mean by when I was saying in the beginning of this podcast, like, I think certain people got in relationships expecting a change to happen magically due to now them being married. I personally don't feel like at the end of Love is Blind, they should have committed to marriage. I feel like they should have at least proposed at the end of the show. If they decided to be together, be together, they should have been engaged, not, you know, um, <laughs> freaking married they should have went ahead and proposed and then been engaged for a year and then at the after or it shouldn't have been after the altar it should have been at the altar and then a year from now we see if they're deciding after this year they want to be together or they want to totally freaking break up and move out that's how it should have been because I feel like these people put themselves in a really really mentally binding and deep role that has and will affect them all forever and they were very brave for doing that. I mean, us, the population, watched them and, and saw them and felt some of the same things that they felt. And, you know, Ayana, she done blocked me on Instagram. I think I done hurt the girl feelings. My bad, shouty. You got your own podcast if you want to you wanna say something about me. If you don't want to give me the time of day, I understand. But nevertheless, <laughs> you know, this is my opinion on it. And, you know, I hope at the end of the day, all of them, you know, do find love after all. They all deserve it. They're all great people. And I appreciate the show. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. This episode was brought to you by Junk Approved Clothing Line of Junk Dreads, LLC. All upcycled, recycled, handmade artifacts by Junk Dreads, a.k.a. yours truly, Some Dope Black Girl Writes. If you want to check out my attire, um, head over to junkapproved.com or Junk Dreads on all major platforms, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, anything you can think of, Junk Dreads with a Z. You feel me? See ya.